welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope all is well. Uh, I am recording this on a Saturday because this is literally the only time this week I've had time to do a podcast. So uh, I wanted to get in here and get one out for you guys. And I'm doing it because I'm doing a three-part video series on YouTube. And you're going to kind of get all three here in one. Um, but if you guys want to actually physically see what I'm talking about, uh, today we're talking about Everdoor direct mail, direct mail stuff, postcards, um, and basically postcards 101 on how to uh, create a successful direct mail campaign. Um, I physically show you on my YouTube channel. Uh, we've done two videos so far. The second one dropped this morning, uh, but I physically show you guys um, basically you know, the, the key elements to developing a good direct mail campaign. Um, and so I have a postcard and, and I physically show you what is on that postcard that helps it convert and all the stuff we're going to talk about today. Uh, but if you guys would rather watch it on there, just go ahead and search service industry coach. And it is the most, uh, the two most recent videos that I've posted. Uh, and by the way, if you have not subscribed to that channel, please do as we post, uh, typically two videos a week. Um, hopefully bringing you guys value like we do on the podcast, but in video form. So a lot shorter. Uh, and so a lot of people follow that channel and love it. Um, and I think you guys will get some value out of it too. So before we dive in, I know it has been a few days since we posted on here, uh, episode. Um, so I just want to say hello and I'm sorry, but we're busy running businesses. Uh, marketing business is funny. Um, (laughs) I talk about this a lot. Like, what happens is a lot of people get like, they're really slow. So they spend money on marketing with us and then they get really busy and they stop spending money on marketing with us because they're really busy. But what they don't realize is they're about to get really slow again. Cause if you're not consistently marketing your business, you're going to slow down. So people have these ebbs and flows. So, you know, we get really, really busy and everybody, you know, puts out their marketing, they get slammed and then the phones slow down, the, the emails slow down, right? Like we're still doing work, but we're a lot slower than we were. And then Man, I'll tell you what, this last week and a half, we have been jamming. And it's because every, it's exactly what I talk about. Everybody's like, man, I'm kind of slow right now. Well, yeah, you're slow. You stop marketing your business. Like you cannot stop marketing. Even during your busy seasons, you guys need to keep pushing. So long story short, that's why I haven't been on. Uh, we've just been busy helping marketing clients and all that stuff. So Uh, thank you for sticking around here and being patient. Uh, if you're a new listener, welcome. This is a podcast for home service business owners. So if you own a home service company of any kind, lawn care, window cleaning, plumber, HVAC, roofing, whatever, this is the place for you. We are all about helping you grow and scale a more systemized home service company so you can make more money, have more freedom of your time. Now I do not charge a penny uh, to listen to this podcast, I do not make a penny for running ads on this podcast. I don't run any ads. We do this all for free just to bring you guys value. So the only thing we ask in return and, and seriously guys, like it really means a lot when you do this, uh, share this out on Facebook. Um, you know, copy this link and, and post it into a, a, a group that you're in on Facebook, whether it's truck mount forums or uh, spray wash Academy or whatever group you're in. And, and also leave us a review. Uh, especially if you're on iTunes, we're trying to get to hundred iTunes reviews. We're close to 80, so we're not far off, but 
for real. We put a lot of time and effort into our content. Um, and although I don't expect anything from you, uh, it would just mean a lot to us if you guys would do that and, and help us grow uh, the podcast and, and the YouTube channel and all that stuff so we can reach and help more people. Okay. Thank you. So let's start off and I'm going to do my best to kind of run through this like I did in the videos uh, step by step. There's basically three videos I'm making. Two of them are done. Um, and the third one will be out on Wednesday. So make sure to check it out. But first video is like literally back to the basics, direct mail 101. And it's, and I did this because I get this question every week. Matt, I was just on your website and I looked at your every door direct mail postcards and they're a little bit more expensive than Vistaprint. Like, why is that? It's a valid question, right? Um, and so number one, the first thing before you even consider doing a direct mail campaign is you have to understand what it is that makes clients pick up the phone and buy from you, right? Uh, with any kind of marketing, but today we're talking about direct mail. So so what is it? Why does direct mail have that reputation that, oh, you know, you send out postcards, it's just junk mail, people just throw them away. Well, it's for this very simple reason. When people go a cheaper route like Vistaprint, you're going to get a less quality product. You're like, well, how does that work with postcards, Matt? Well, it's simple. The card stock that we print on is very, very thick. Thick to the point where if you bend it, it just kind of springs back forward. So if somebody throws away a six and a half by nine postcard, which is our smallest every door direct postcard we offer, uh, if they throw that away, it just, it literally just doesn't even really throw away well in the trash can. The corners catch, uh, you can't really bend it in half. It's just big. What I'm trying to say is our cardstock compared to a company like Vistaprint is way thicker and way higher quality. So what does that mean for you? Very simple. It means that people don't throw away the cards before they read them. You see, when you send out a postcard and it's on a 100-pound uh, card stock or a 14-point card stock, uh, it is much more likely to get thrown away regardless of the design that's on there. And why is that? Because your postcard is not going to be the only thing in the mail the day it arrives to that person's house. So you only have one chance. And what if your postcard arrives when a couple other companies sent some postcards cards or a magazine or something like that. What happens? Well, all that stuff gets bundled typically and thrown in the trash can. But when you have a very high quality postcard, your chances of that getting thrown away are much less likely simply because when people hold on to it, it feels expensive. And what do people do with expensive things? They hang on to them. They don't throw them away, right? And so although it might get thrown away, I can almost guarantee you that everybody is going to read it. So by saving a couple bucks with a company like Vistaprint or any other of those, you know, big box type printing companies, it is just not worth it because so many more so many more people are going to not read your card because it feels like junk mail. Here's the other problem. If you send out a postcard that feels like junk mail, what kind of uh, client does that basically attract. It's going to attract price shoppers. So if you have two postcards in your hand and one is from us and one is from Vistaprint, every single time that person is going to say, man, this company feels expensive, but they feel professional. Ah, this company, I bet you it's cheaper, right? And so what does that mean? A lot of people think, well, 
because people think I'm cheaper, they're going to call. Wrong. The price shoppers are going to call you, which those are the customers I don't want to call me for a few reasons. One, because we're never going to do a job for them anyway because we're too expensive. Two, we're going to waste our time going out and quoting their house. And three, even if we did get the job, next year they're going to find somebody cheaper and they're not going to be a repeat. So we want the people that say, wow, this company feels expensive and professional. Let's call them. Why? Because they're a quality client. And you guys hear me talk about this all the time. Quality clients are what you want to attract because if you can do a good job and offer a good customer experience with a quality client, then they're always going to repeat with you and not only repeat with you, but they're going to tell their friends about you and all of quality clients, all of their friends are the same way they are. They're buying on quality. So now you're getting referrals from these top-notch clients and they're referring you to other top-notch clients. So guess what? You can charge more because they're not getting multiple quotes because they already trust you. They already know that Mrs. Jones loves you and has used you for three years. They just want to use you. They don't care what it costs. Okay. So long story short, card stock is so important, guys. Don't worry about saving 50 bucks or in honestly, I'm just throwing numbers out there. It could be a hundred bucks. It could be $25. I don't know. But don't worry about saving a couple dollars over car over uh, using a company like us or another high quality company versus like a company like Vistaprint. Okay, so that's that's direct mail 101. If you want to even have a chance at having a successful campaign, uh, the second thing that goes with that is a lot of you guys that have done direct mail and say direct mail doesn't work or I've done it in the past but didn't have success, I always say, show me the card you used. And I am telling you, it has never happened yet where I see a postcard that somebody used and they didn't have success and I can tell them within literally five seconds why. And most of it comes down to they either designed it themselves or they had their graphic design buddy design it for them who knows nothing about how to make a direct mail campaign convert. And how could you expect somebody who does graphic design to, to know how to do that? They've never done it. They've never owned a home service business. So you can't be down on those people because, yeah, I've seen a lot of cards that look really good, but they performed like garbage. Why? Because although, yes, you want a card to look good, there's a lot of things that you need to do on a postcard that make it convert. And so we're much more focused on doing things that make postcards convert because that turns into money versus a postcard that was designed beautifully because the graphic designer is a creative and creatives think like that, right? And so it is worth it for you to go out and spend a couple extra bucks to hire somebody, whether it's us or somebody else, who has built a home service business themselves, who has run every door direct mail in their home service business for years, and who has proven postcards that work, right? There, we do it. There's other people that do it. But long story short, spend the extra couple dollars on that, okay? If you cannot do those first two things, if you can't spend a couple extra bucks to have a high quality card stock and you can't spend an extra buck, a couple extra bucks to hire a designer that actually knows how to make postcards convert, then don't do direct mail in the first place, okay? So that was kind of video one. That's postcard 101 basic stuff that a lot of you guys know. But you know, it's kind of my fault because I assume everybody knows it, but I'm telling you, we get messages almost daily, people asking questions like that. And so I just wanted to do a better job of clarifying little simple parts like that, uh, that really help people get off, you know, on the right plan. So second video I made that went live this morning. Um, let's talk about what makes a postcard convert. And by the way, when you're done with this podcast, I suggest you go and actually watch that YouTube video. Cause I hold a postcard up in front of the camera, one of my companies and 
show you exactly what we did on that card to make it convert, okay? So first things first, you need a large title at the top uh, in the on the front side of your postcard. Um, we like to do titles on both sides, but specifically the front side, you want something big and bold. And when that person picks up that postcard and takes a first glance at it, you've only got a couple seconds for them to figure out what it is you do. And so I want that title to say something like your local window cleaning specialist, your local carpet cleaning specialist, um, your local exterior cleaning specialist, whatever your little slogan is that makes it very clear what you guys specialize in. Now, if you have multiple services, that's fine. I want you to pick the service that you're known for. Okay, what service is it that you do the most of? Maybe you're a pressure cleaning company, your local pressure cleaning specialist, right? Your local lawn care specialist. Something that people can read and they know instantly, okay, this is what these guys specialize in, okay? I also like to put local on there. People love that. People love that they're hiring a local company. So first things first, very basic, a large, bold title. Now on the postcard in the video, you're going to see a house on the front with uh, arrows going to it with services that we do. That is a extremely popular, popular postcard. Probably do that. Every 10 postcards, we probably do that one at least six or seven times for people. Now we brand it to your company and all that kind of stuff. And so it feels totally like your own. But what I'm saying is it's a proven postcard that has never failed anybody that we've worked for, including my own company. And so not only do they know instantly based on the title, but then they look at the house and on the front of the postcard with all these arrows going to it that say window cleaning, house washing, gutter cleaning, roof cleaning. Never advertise more than three or four services on your postcard. If you have a list of 10 or 15 services, you are a handyman and your postcard is not going to convert. So pick the top three or four services you want to advertise and put those on the postcard, okay? Um, on the back side, now at the bottom of the postcard, you'll see we have our logo, our phone number, website, badges. Let me talk about badges real quick. This is something people overlook. So badges, something you could say, uh, there's so many of them, guys. I mean, it could be a badge that says 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Um, could just say 100% satisfaction guaranteed. These little stamped badges. There's been studies done, and this goes for all businesses, whether it's on direct mail, for e-commerce companies, but badges uh, increase trust. And so for instance, like for an e-commerce company that sells products online, free shipping badges, 100% guarantee badges, there's been studies done that those create trust and make people more likely to buy. On direct mail, it is no different. So we put these badges on these direct mail pieces, you'll see it in the video, and Long story short, badges create trust and make people want to buy from you, okay? So you want badges and, and don't load it, but we have one on each side, okay? On the back side, uh, we have a small list of reasons why people should use us. Um, things like we're fully insured, things like we hire people from, you know, we hire local people from the community, things like we perform thousands of cleaning jobs every single year in our community. Things that really bump us up and make us look professional, right? Here's the cool thing about direct mail. If you do everything I'm telling you right now, somebody's gonna get your postcard and you could have started your business yesterday and they're going to think that you're a 10 or 20 20-year-old company because of how professional this is going to make you look, okay? On the backside, we also have our specials. Uh, now, when we run specials on postcards, we never discount our services. We actually advertise the actual pricing that we always have. Just the way we design it and put it in coupon form make people think that they're getting a deal. And so that's the other thing I always hear. Well, I don't do direct mail because I don't discount my services. 
Cool, bro. Me neither. I just advertise them as a coupon and I run the same pricing that I would run on every single day of the year. People just think that they're getting a better deal because of the way we lay it out, right? And so that is a call to action. Put a coupon in there and let me give you some ideas on coupons. Um, we have found that percentage off coupons convert the worst. So 20% off gutter cleaning, 10% off lawn care, uh, you know, 15% off roof cleaning. Those convert the worst. And I don't have an exact reason why, but my gut feeling is a few things. First off, people don't necessarily trust a percentage off when it comes to a service company. Why? Because they don't know your pricing in the first place. So unlike, you know, let's say they're shopping at Target and they know that, hey, this Xbox was $200 and it's 20% off. So now it's 160, right? They can see that track record. But from a service company, they don't know if you're actually just bumping the price up 20% and then, you know, breaking what your normal pricing would be. Uh, and my other theory behind it is, you can't offer a big enough percentage off uh, to get people excited and still make enough money. And so what I mean by that is, guess what? When people run a, when Target runs a 10 or 20% off sale, when you walk in that store, is the store feel really busy? The answer is no. But when they run a 50 to 60% off sale on Black Friday, does the store feel busy? Yeah, there's a line wrapped around the building. Why is that? Because Percentages off like 10 or 20% just don't get people excited enough to pull the trigger. And so percentage off coupons have been the worst performing uh, ads that we've ever ran. And so what ads do work? Very simple, uh, pricing ads. And so what I mean by that is if you can somehow create a coupon or a special on your card. For us, we do, let's just say 30 windows for 149 or um, house washing up to 2,500 square feet for 299. Now, we always put restrictions may apply in the card. So God forbid you get there and something weird. Let's just say the house is a big mold fest and it's going to take you 10 hours. And, you know, hey, that would fall under our, there's a restriction there, right? We can't obviously do that for 300 bucks. So you have yourself covered. But what I'm trying to say is pricing type uh, coupons are really good. Why? Because people know what they're getting. This, you know, someone gets it in the mail, they say, oh, I have a 2,200 square foot house. So that falls under the house washing price. So it's going to be 299 bucks to get my house washed. So guess what? When they call you, they already know what they're getting. You don't even have to sell them, right? So that's really good. The other one that works decent um, is a starting at price. So we do this a lot for gutter cleaning because gutter cleaning varies so much based on square footage and gutter guards and what time of the year it is and, and how long ago did they have their gutters done last, all that kind of stuff. So we like to do gutter cleaning starting at 119, right? That's a very, that's a special that gets people uh, to pick up the phone and call. Why is that? Well, because at least they have a base point. You know, if they have a 2,000 square foot house and they know that gutter cleaning starts at 119, well, there's not too many houses really under 1,000 square foot around here. And so they're probably gonna be maybe a little bit more than that, but at least they have a ballpark idea of what it even starts at, right? And so when you're doing specials, I want you to think like that. Now, the last thing that's going to get a postcard to convert is the expiration date. I want you guys to think about expiration dates and the way we always suggest doing them is uh, basically when that person picks up that postcard, I want that card to expire 21 days from when they grab the card. And so that gives them three weeks. What this does, it puts a little urgency, right? And a lot of people will call right away. Um, but man, I can't tell you how many people wait till the very last day to call. And so if we didn't have the expiration date, what would happen is people would just hold on to it and say, oh, I'll call them when I'm ready. 
and then they either lose the card or they call you two years from now, where instead you just convert them, converted them in 21 days. Um, now, if you don't want to do an expiration date, you can always do something like expires 30 days from today, right? And so that person gets the card and they see that, they're gonna think that you know exactly when they got it. It's a lot harder to track that, but at least it does put some kind of, you know, weird thing in their head like, hey, I need to call them. So expiration dates are the key. If you don't have an expiration date, it's gonna be tough to convert those and have a good return. So once your postcard's done, uh, we design it or whoever you hire designs it. You approve it, send it to print, get shipped to your front door. Now we have to figure out where are these postcards going? What neighborhoods are we going to hit? So first off, let me say this. When picking routes uh, through every door direct mail with the USPS, you can go right on their website, go to the business tab, go to every door direct mail, type in your zip code that you're servicing. You'll see all the routes populate. You can hover over them. Um, First off, please pick routes in your service area. Don't hit a route that's one route 45 minutes away just because you were there and you had a weird job out there three weeks ago and it was a random neighborhood you found and you wanted to hit it because there's money. No, find good routes in your service area because what you don't want is you don't want to mail these too far out where you're doing one quote that's 45 minutes away, right? So we want these to be in your core service area. Um, when you're hovering over these routes online, it's going to show you a couple things. And here's what I want you uh, to basically think about. What neighborhoods in my area can I think of off the top of my head that I know are good subs to hit? Find those, hover over those routes, and see uh, what is included in that route. Before you buy any routes, I want you to pick the routes that you think are good and then go drive them. I want you to hit every single neighborhood that that route's gonna hit, because here's what you're gonna be thinking about. When you hover over that route online, it's gonna show you average income. We always suggest mailing to incomes that are $90,000 or higher, okay? Um, some areas, you know, this is gonna be easy for you to do. If you're out in California, most likely $90,000 income is pretty average. Uh, so you may wanna raise that a little bit. If you're here in Michigan, uh, that's a pretty good route, right? 90 to 100,000, you know, those are probably pretty good neighborhoods to hit. So I want you to think about that. But here's the problem. It can get a little skewed sometimes. This is why I want you to go drive those routes because maybe there's one sub in that route where it's just loaded with super successful people uh, and it kind of twists the whole income thing. So you may go drive that route and be like, oh yeah, there's like 100 really good houses in here, but there's 500 garbage homes uh, around it. That might be a neighborhood you want to postcard by hand or, you know, weigh the pros and cons of, hey, is it worth mailing to that route and knowing that I may get a few odd and end jobs in these lower income subs, but I really want to hammer this neighborhood. So make sure that the routes you're mailing to are good, solid routes. Go drive them all. And by the way, no route is going to be perfect, okay? But I don't want you to get too obsessed with that. No, I don't want you mailing to routes that are just full of trash can style houses, but not every route is going to be great. So yeah, you're going to mail to some houses that are not so good. What you're going to be surprised by though, is that even some of the neighborhoods that you wouldn't necessarily mail to, you're going to get jobs in there. Um, you know, that may be a one and done client might be a, a small job. Maybe it's a $150 job instead of a $500 job, but you're going to be surprised that every now and then you're going to pick up a customer in these side neighborhoods that you would have never thought to market to. So it is not a total waste. Also, you got to think about referrals and all that kind of stuff. 
So when you're picking your routes, $90,000 or higher, go drive those routes, make sure they're 75% solid uh, and go mail those suckers. So that's kind of my every door direct mail 101 overview. I could talk about this for hours. There's so many things. But I at least want to jump on here and do a quick episode kind of explaining the basics because there's a lot of you guys out there that have no clue how it works, no clue where to start. And if you had a better idea, you'd be more comfortable trying it. And I'm telling you guys, direct mail is how I built my entire service company. Now, we do AdWords, we do all that stuff. But direct mail from day one, handing out postcards by hand. Postcards have been the most consistent and trackable source of marketing my company has ever done. And so I just know it works. We do it for people all over the country. It works like crazy, right? And so I hope that encourages you guys. I hope it fires you up. Go to our website, serviceindustrymarketer.com. There's pricing for everything on there. You can place your order right on there. I would love if you guys if you guys used us. Like I always feel a little bit like ashamed to plug our company. I don't know why I feel like that's stupid. Um, but you know, if you guys use us, you will be happy with the quality. We'll take care of you. Um, and you'll get to work with me directly on your print marketing stuff. So I love you guys. I hope you have a good weekend. I may not publish this till Monday. We'll see. But if this is Monday when you listen to it, then have a good week. Go crush it today. And uh, we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. See ya. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.